Hi, friends. Welcome back. It is the third week of the Pride on Ice podcast. Reed is here. Claire is here. Claire's dog, Carter, is having a great time in the background. Claire, how are we doing? How does it feel that we just recorded a podcast and forgot to press record and now we have to do this all over again? How are you feeling about that? I actually think it's a good thing because I was extremely monotone. So now I can bring the energy and hopefully Carter won't be having a meltdown in the background. Well, can you can you explain again why Carter is having a meltdown? Carter is Claire's dog for, for everyone that doesn't know. Carter, our aunt and uncle were visiting me this past week and they left this morning and Carter is very upset about it. Uh, I went into the office today, so she, you know, was alone all day after being with people for a week. So it's been rough, but we're gonna go to the park later. It's gonna be all right. So if you hear squeaking, if you hear barking or, or running, or if Claire has to step away for, for 30 seconds, um, that's why. We'll, we'll, do our best to, we'll do our best to get through it um, so, Carter, so Carter can go to the park. Um, so three and one weekend, Claire, uh, the men won a game on Friday against Mankato, lost one on Saturday in Mankato. The women, 2-0 with a sweep over Bemidji State. Uh, you, I think we should probably start with, start with the men because they have an off week next week. Um, so we can recap Mankato and then we can jump into some discussion of, of Bemidji State um, and the women. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. Sweet. The, oh yeah, I go thought, ahead, hit sorry. it. No. I thought the men men played well Friday night. I thought the freshmen were very confident and kind of matched the physical play, which I thought was great. Um, they caught Mankato out of position at times, which was awesome. Um, overall, I think you know it was a very gritty, hard game, and I think they responded really well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I was I was really impressed with with the game on Friday night. Um, I think mostly impressed with with the freshmen. I think Cooley was was quite good. Uh, Jimmy Snuggerud, obviously with with the hat trick. Um, that line with with Rhett was good. They were able to they were able to control the puck in the offensive zone, which I think was something that I wasn't quite sure if they were going to be able to do. I mean, thinking back to that that game in Boston against Mankato, it seemed like it was a rush and a shot. And then, and then no sustained pressure. Exactly. No sustained zone time. And there were times in this weekend where Mankato couldn't get a change. Yeah. Which is impressive. Mm -hmm. I think all the lines had some, had some good offensive zone time. I was really impressed with the way uh, Cooley was using his body to, to create space um, you know, playing against bigger, um, stronger, older players. I think he did a good job. It's going to be something to continue to watch as teams try to take away his time and space in the offensive zone. I think he, he did a good job creating space. We had a, a clip on our, on our Instagram and Twitter of, of him doing that um, earlier this week. Jimmy Snuggerud was impressive. Um, I liked the way that he uh, – played rushing, rushing the puck and, and creating space in the offensive zone. Everything just felt a little cleaner, I think, than it did against Lindenwood. Um, those guys were making plays, but 
but they weren't turning pucks over in, in the same way, I think, than as they were against against Lindenwood, especially on Friday night. Everything just felt cleaner. Cleaner, yeah. Yeah, smarter. Less stupid penalties. Exactly. I think they looked way better. I think they played better as a team. I, I think Chesley played really good all weekend. I agree. Good composure, too. Um, they yeah. Were, you know, they got scored on. The Everything didn't go their way Friday night. They took some penalties, but they were able to bounce back, keep battling. And even on Saturday, too. I mean, they they scored first, and then and then they went down, and, and Nevers got that goal to make it 2-2. They showed a little fight, I think, which is good. And, you know, I, I wasn't quite sure what to expect from them. But it was good to see them see them show a little fight throughout the weekend. Agreed. I was also I was also impressed with the Kurth and Pinamini line with Brody Lamb. I thought that line was good. Connor Kurth, I thought, played quite well. Nyes and Huglin, I think, had a little bit of a quieter night offensively, but Bryce Brodzinski looked good. He's looking strong. I think that line still kill. works. He's on the penalty kill, which is exciting. Development. We love, we love Bryce Brodzinski's development from his first year to this year is, is wonderful. We're here for it. We are. Yeah, I think that line played well. It will be interesting to see what their role is as the season goes on. I mean, obviously, they're all leaders on the team. Um, but kind of figuring out, are they going to be relied on for that leadership, for goals, for defending? What is it going to change? Um, that'll be interesting to see as the season progresses. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, moving into moving into Saturday, obviously you would love to you would love to win both games. They scored first on Saturday. However, they ended up giving a late third period, giving up a late third period goal to lose three to two. Not the end of the world. You know, you expected to to get a push from Mankato. I think it's great that they got to go into Mankato, a hostile environment. They showed a little fight, like we said. I mean, we expected it to be a split, right? It's it's hard to take two against a team as good as Mankato. And as old. And as old. Um, but I think we saw, you know, some of the highs and lows of, of this team, right? As we said, it's a lot of young forwards. When those young forwards aren't playing at the top of their game, which is to be expected because they're young, team might struggle to score goals a little bit, might struggle to create offense. But but the thing that this team has that keeps them in games and kept them in the game on Saturdays, they've got great defensemen. They've got a great goalie. Your Things are not going to get out of hand. They kept it close um, and didn't, didn't get a bounce on Saturday, but good to see, good to see some fight. Good to see some battle. Good to see Mason Nevers score. We love Mason Nevers. Um, so yeah, not not the end of the world. It's it's all right. Still curious to to know what's going on with Stodiker. I think you yes. know his presence would have been nice, but I guess we'll see as time goes on if it's an injury or if if he's being scratched. I mean, I can't imagine he's being scratched, but Matt Stodiker, watch. We will keep that. We will keep track of that. I mean, if he's being if he's injured, having a week off until the North Dakota series seems like it would be helpful, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. 
Speaking of speaking of North Dakota, the Fighting Hawks are coming to Mariucci, 3M Arena at Mariucci on uh, next weekend. Um, so we'll obviously have have a preview of that um, in next week's pod. The men have a week off until until that series with the Fighting Hawks. With that said, I think we can jump over to the women. A sweep of Bemidji State. Uh, Friday's game was a little bit of a blowout. Um, not quite as close. The Gophers, I think, got a little, you know, took advantage of some power plays in the second and third, and and that game kind of got away from Bemidji State. Saturday's game was a lot closer. Um, it was 1-1 halfway mid in the second period. It was a very good game. Good to see the Gophers tested a little bit on Saturday. Uh, Friday night, I think it's sort of hard to remember. We've been talking about this team for three weeks. It's hard to remember that this was kind of their first regular season game. Uh, so things were a little sloppy. Wings fly in the zone a little early on breakouts, some turnovers at the offensive blue line, people trying to do too much, you know, a little bit of sloppy neutral zone, all the sorts of bad habits, I think, that, that you know, you, you come to expect from, from a first game of the season. And something to definitely watch, though, I think when you've got a team that is night after night more talented than the teams that they're playing, some of these bad habits, it's easy for them to kind of sneak their way in and something, something you got to kind of watch um, and, and pay attention to because it's going to matter when you play, Agreed. when you play Especially, against better teams. Yeah. I, that's what I was going to say. If you're playing against a, a better team, they're going to take advantage of, of this sloppiness and then you'll be, you'll be hurting. So I think it'll be good to see how, you know, those get cleaned up as the season goes forward. I think you, you had mentioned this in our previous non-recorded version, but on, on Saturday, they only allowed one shot on goal in the third period. And I think that, that shows great improvement, um, really shutting it down when, when it needs to be. So yeah, I think that's a great sign. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. The, on, on Friday night, I was, I was impressed with the Bouvang hemp Huber line again. They had another gritty goal. That line is really good at creating turnovers in the offensive zone. They forecheck well, really, really impressive um, from a third line. We got some insight into the power play, which I'm interested in your thoughts on Claire, the power play. It, it, it looked to me like uh, coach Brad Frost was kind of just running out that first and second line and the D were, were Hengler, Lightning, Weddington, a little Lizzie Norton as well. I myself, maybe because I crave the chaos, I would be tempted to run four forwards and, and stick Weathington at, at D and run like Boreen, Heisey, um, Abby Murphy, and Zumwinkle out there together as your top power play unit and really sort of stack that top unit. Wondering what you think about that, Claire. Does that, <laughs> is that too chaotic? No, I think against some of these top teams, you're going to need to to shake it up, maybe do four forwards. Um, sorry, Carter's licking my face. You're going to need to have, we just need to figure out what, what power play is going to work against these top teams. You know, it might be different depending on the team and, and what systems they play. But I think 
that'll be interesting to watch as the season progresses because I can't imagine that they would keep it keep it this way. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Saturday night, a um, little bit closer. I personally felt like it was a better performance from the team. I thought they created a ton, a ton of chances. I was really impressed with Bemidji's goalie, Hannah Hoganson. I thought she played very, very well in that game. As Claire mentioned, uh, the Gophers outshot Bemidji 13-1 to in the third period on Saturday night. It was good to see them in a tight game, really kind of just shut things down. Um, it was 1-1 in the second, and then the Gophers got a couple goals and really just sort of took over in, in the second and third period. I was really impressed. You know, it's a little bit of, they faced a little bit of adversity in this game, and it was good to see them respond in the way that they did. I thought that was really impressive. They, as I said, they created a ton of chances. Um, and I think, you know, as, as maybe we knew, but it was good to see they're, they have four lines that are fantastic. And when they bear down, they just possess the puck in the offensive zone and they just come at you in waves. It's just impossible to get out of your own zone. We have a clip um, on our Instagram and, and on our Twitter of a quick neutral zone transition. And you've got all three Bemidji forwards changing at one time. It's, it's a terrible time to change, but you know, it's, they, the Gophers just keep coming and keep coming. And you're sort of stuck with, with not very many, not very many good options. Um, so I was really impressed with, with the way that they played in the, in the second and third period. I thought Lizzie Norton was fantastic as well. Um, she got a goal first on Saturday. That was, that was really quite good. Um, all in all, I think the Odin Zumwinkle Murphy line continues to be fantastic. Uh, Heisey, Sky, and Boreen were quite good. The D looked very solid. Um, some issues with, with breakouts and, and transitions. And when they're good, they move pucks quickly. Uh, sometimes they run into trouble um, holding on to the puck or the, the forwards don't give them very many options and things can get a little sloppy. But all in all, I think they were quite good. Both goalies were solid. Neither tested a ton, but I think they both looked good. Um, I would imagine Claire next weekend, we're probably going to see both again against Mankato. I don't see why not. Might as well rest them. It's a long season. Yeah, I agree. I don't see why not either. Yeah, it's, it's confirming what we knew when this team attacks with speed. They are, they are pretty fantastic. So, yeah. Uh, as we said, upcoming series here with Mankato, uh, the Mavericks finished fifth in the WCHA last year. They did beat the Gophers five to four in overtime last year. And honestly, Claire, I think this team maybe has had the hardest start to a season that I could imagine. Uh, they are 0-4, but they've played uh, two games against the number one team in the nation, Ohio State and two games against the five or six um, team, the UMD Bulldogs. They lost to Ohio State two to one and five to four, and they lost to UMD two to one in overtime and two zero. Um, so two games against, or four games against top five teams, excuse me, and three of those have been one goal losses. This team's gonna be good. This team's gonna be good. Um, I think also importantly, they're gonna be battle tested. They've played some tough games already this year, tougher games than the Gophers have played. They're going to be ready to go, um, and hopefully they will, they will give the Gophers a couple tough games. 
And I think they'll be hungry for a win. I, I do think the Gophers will sweep, but I think it'll be a really good test and really big series in the WCHI standings. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, I think the Gophers will get a sweep, but I think things will be tight. And as I said, Mankato has, has played closer games than the Gophers have this year. I'm interested to see how the Gophers look if they get down. Um, if they start to trail in a game, I want to see a tight game into the third period and see how they look. I think they will respond positively, um, but it will be good to see them test it a little bit. And I think Mankato can do that. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a couple close games. I know the, the Friday game is at 3 p.m., uh, so a little early. And the Saturday game is at 2 p.m. at Ritter. And I am planning to be there, I think, for that one. So be good to, good to see them in person in a regular season game. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I think it'll be a great test. I think, you know, hopefully the power play and penalty killer tested this weekend. Work out some of that and be a fun weekend of hockey to watch. Yeah, you're you're predicting a sweep. I'm predicting a sweep. sweep. I think it's going to be close, but I think I think it's going to be a sweep. Yeah, I I'm going to go sweep as well. I think I think one will be close. One will be a little bit more of a blowout. So before we go, I would just like to give one last plug for our uh, Instagram and our Twitter. It's Pride on Ice Pod at both. We try to. Uh, highlight some clips, uh, break down some goals, break down key plays throughout the series, provide some commentary on those things. So if that is uh, something you would be interested in, it's Pride on Ice pod on both Instagram and on Twitter. And maybe we will get some live content from Ritter on Saturday afternoon. Claire, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I will provide some. You'll just have to follow uh, to find out. <laughs> Awesome. Sweet. Well, thanks, Claire. We've recorded two of these tonight. Have a good one. We'll talk, we'll talk next weekend, hopefully after another Gopher Women's Sweep. Perfect. Bye.